Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me is always is Manda. Manda, say howdy. Manda Pants, that's me. Hello. And it's Halloween. Happy Halloween! I'm so happy. It's just, oh my god, I love this time. <laughs> well, obviously, this is one of my favorite times as well. One of the worst parts about getting older is that you don't get free candy anymore. Uh, sometimes people will give you candy, but never free candy anymore. Just you, you, not the same. How can you it? say that whenever I just bought like six bags of candy? You bought six bags. Well, yeah, but this you, isn't plunder. That but we technically, received. you could eat it for free. Well, no, because we share bills. That's a, that's oh, a yeah. It's, it's candy a tax. It's it's, it's a tax at oh, that point. Yeah, okay. we're we're not getting the freeness of it all. Boo. But uh, as we uh, we get closer towards that Halloween season and now it is Halloween itself. Um, it's it's kind of hard. To, let's go ahead and, and try to find a movie. What's what's a movie that you would define as the like a Halloween thing? Trick like or what's, treat. Trick or treat. Well, trick or treat's very much like it's got all the, the stuff in there. The one thing that is missing though in how ha- in, in trick or treat are vampires. Vampires who make things Halloween all year round by what? being spooky and old and smelly. Technically, I assume. technically the uh, the principal dressed up as a vampire. Yeah, he dressed up, but he wasn't, but a, vampire. He wasn't a vampire. But he yeah. But they did have werewolves, and they had ghosts, and they had a Sam Hang. Very true. Yeah, but no vampires. No vampires. Yeah. Zero vampiro. Yep. What do we do so, with that one? So we're gonna make up for that. We're gonna make up for it because we're gonna pick an actually Halloweeny vampire movie, which is Fright Night, even though it's not taking place during Halloween, is it? Nope. Neither of them do. Well, you know what? Screw it. It's, it's still, still Halloween-y. Uh, so we're actually going to be watching both of them, though. Because there's, you know, I don't know which one to pick. Do you pick the first one? Do you pick the second one? Yeah, it is, The first one is a classic, of course. But the second one has Anton Yelchin. And, and you know, everybody likes Anton Yelchin. And, and plus, um, Colin Farrell is, like, a total, like... I don't want to hear that from you. He's a predator in that movie. Uh, well, yeah. But that's... I don't want to... No. Shush. No, no liking Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's sexy in that movie. Anyways, <clears throat> sorry. But we're going to go ahead and watch the first one. That's Fright Night 1985 uh, to uh, to kind of give it a check out uh, just to see. Because, you know, I haven't seen them in so long that I want to see kind of the difference. Because there's, there's got to be a, a big, huge there's difference. There's a huge yeah. difference. Um, Coming from somebody who loves both of them, yeah. there's a huge difference. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen them in a while. But uh, I do remember a lot of them, and I, I do remember some of the other things that are, are about it, which is uh, the, the first one I do remember was directed and written by Tom Holland, uh, who was the guy who did The Class of 1984, mm-hmm. uh, which is the, the whole, um, uh, I am the future, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it also is the guy who did Child's Play, which also had uh, this movie star in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got... Uh, thinner uh and he's also uh a kind of a, a writer like or at least credited with the story for uh doing the 2011 one i guess it's just because it's the based on uh one for him but uh he, oh oh the 20 okay uh, i thought it was like a movie called 2011 no no, no, no like, the, the, the re, yeah the remake oh yeah the remake uh, but uh yeah you know uh, this one is of course starring uh william ragsdale uh he was in fright night part two which is one of those rare things you never see the person come back in and and do their uh their same character which how many bad days can this guy have I mean, like seriously, for real, poor Charlie. Like, I think he's like he's just attracting them at this point. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, for Charlie? Mm-hmm. Uh, other movies that he was in, he was in Mannequin Two, which is such an odd. He was just in a lot movie. of two movies, apparently. It, yeah, he was in Big Mama's House too, 
He was in Roadhouse 2, which I didn't even know there was a Roadhouse 2, and I don't like the idea of there being a Roadhouse 2. Roadhouse is, is just a quintessential movie. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, honestly Sam Elliott with like fluffy hair really makes that movie. Yeah. Uh, and he was also Herman from Herman's Head, which was a uh, sitcom. Oh, yep. interesting. Uh, we also got Chris Sarandon, uh, who was uh, in Princess Bride. You know Humperdinck. Humperdinck, yep. He was uh, the lieutenant, uh, one of the detective guys in, um, I don't know if he was a lieutenant. He was, he was a cop. In uh, Child's Play, though, hmm. he's the one. He was one of the guys who died. Uh, he's in, uh, of course, uh, the voice of Jack Skellington uh, in Nightmare Before Christmas, but not, not the singing, not the voice. singing voice. The singing voice is Danny Elfman. Yes, uh, he's in Bordello of Blood as the uh, the rockin' uh, priest. <laughs> priest who hit the laser Was... that cuts the cross into to the, the lady. And... You you cut up my heart, but you gotta knock it out. Oh, that part. oh yeah, I just oh, watched yeah. it a few days ago. Uh, he was also uh, Kuratawa. Uh, t yeah, Kuratawa. He's that smarmy guy from Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind who did he did the voiceover for that one. So uh, Chris Randon, really big on doing voice acting, mm -hmm. and I never know that it's him. He has a distinctive voice, especially as he's Humperdinck and. Um, you know, in in uh, in particularly in this movie, well, he I has. Yeah, I didn't know that he was Jack, Jack Skellington. Skellington. I like, had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it took me years. Like I just found that out like a couple of years ago. Uh, and uh, really, the the person who really helps round this uh, this entire cast out, one of the the best parts of this movie, uh, the late great Roddy McDowell. He of Planet of the Apes, class of it, nineteen eighty four. He was so good in nineteen eighty four. He's so sad in that movie. Especially after he gets the shit kicked out of him and he pulls remember. out the gun. I remember. Yeah. And then uh, he is one of the uh, little beep boop robots from Disney's The Black Hole. Uh, he was in That Darn Cat, the 1965 version, mm. which he would have been pretty young for that one. Uh, and I he wasn't is... alive for that one. Oh, no. no. Neither were you. No, neither of us were. Uh, but <laughs> I was alive uh, to watch him in Challenge of the... Uh, uh, it's the uh, GoBots Challenge of the Rock Lords, the movie, uh, because that was uh, one of those movies that popped out right around the time Transformers got their own movie. Oh. So it was uh, GoBots Challenge of the Rock Lords, uh, G.I. Joe, and Transformers the movie on loop. In my Anytime we went to the, the Blockbuster, which we never went to Blockbuster. We went to Video Central or Hollywood Video. Blockbuster mm. was the devil's place. You never went to Blockbuster. That was evil. I went to Pop and Go. Oh, we, we didn't have a Pop and Go. We had a, um, we had Valley, Leon Valley um, VHS. Like, it was like a rental store right next to an Albertsons. Oh, I know where it is. Store, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know so where that was. So we go. My dad would go pick up liquor. My mom would take us into uh, the Albertsons to pick up um, uh, the uh, fried chicken, and then we would go over to uh, the uh, the the video store because that was also the one that had video games. So we'd rent like NES games, and it was always like shit titles for uh, L and J and all or LJN. Uh, and then we'd go home and we'd eat the chicken over the uh, the the sink because it was just too many too oh many gosh. steps. Uh, <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oh. It was either that or um, Little Caesars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, that was that was kind of my my childhood. Also in this movie, uh, Evil Ed, of course, uh, Stephen Joffrey's from Nine Seven Six Evil. Do not disturb in twenty ten. Uh, he was also in a, a sex comedy movie called Fraternity Vacation. We say sex comedy movie because he straight up did dirty movies for a well, long No, no, it's time. it's this one's a, a legit sex comedy from like the mid '80s. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so this one isn't this isn't a dirty movie. This is a uh, this is a a comedy like, uh, like 
It does. Like, but but it's it's like porkies. Well, stuff like that. meatballs. I, either way, after Is meatball a sex comedy. I don't know. After that, um. Well, that's why we didn't see him for the longest time. He did this movie. He did. Oh no, he did the fraternity vacation. He did uh, Nine Seven Six no, Evil, uh, and then Fright Night. He, he did Fright Night, Nine Seven Six yeah, Evil, yeah. and then he just disappears for like ten years, and that's because he was doing a lot of dirty movies in the middle part. And it's so funny because they don't mention that in the wiki, and I was just like, I wonder what happened to him during that period of time. That's a that's like ten years. He was oh, that's why. Yeah, ten ten years of dirtiness. Yep, but uh, we yes. also have a couple other people in this one. Uh, Amanda Beers, uh, Beers, is that Bears? Bears, 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 Bears. Uh, she is the, the love interest in this movie. Uh, she's also the neighbor from Married with Children, the one who's constantly getting made fun of it. And I had absolutely no idea. Yeah, she's the like, one that they would constantly so call lesbian. It's so weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though she had a husband, which yeah. I thought was weird. Uh, we also got, uh, Jonathan Stark, who was the, um, he was the Renfield in this movie. Uh, he, uh, was the oh, tall... the tall guy. Yeah, he was the tall gangly guy in House 2 who breaks his leg at the end, uh, and, uh, is, uh, carted off... With the caterpillar dog and the, I think, Aztec princess or something like that. House 2 is a lot of fun. The only person to make that out of House 2 very well was uh, the postal guy from uh, Cheers, who was in it as well. Mm-hmm. As like an adventurer, which was really weird. Uh, we also have Art Evans, who is Jump Jones in The Mighty Quinn. Mighty Quinn is one of my favorite movies with Denzel Washington, and I want to say somebody else in it. But uh, he's uh, a cop in Jamaica. And everybody's, like, full-on reggae. A lot of fun. I think it's, like, mid-80s, late-80s, early-90s. Really good movie. If you haven't had a chance and you want to watch something that's not horror, then why are you listening to this this podcast? But if you are, uh, go ahead and check out Mighty Quinn. But don't check it out yet, because you're going to check out Fright Night 1985. We're going to pause it here, and we will be back in just a moment. Yep, we'll be right back. Let you know how awesome it is, even though I've already watched it 54 billion times, but I still love it. What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Mom, I didn't have a nightmare. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? Not even the police. Look, I know it's crazy. I know that, but look, Lieutenant! It knows that you know. You'll do anything to protect yourself. But it will do anything to protect its secret. This could be the night of your life. And we're back. We're back. That was a lot of fun. I love that movie. I, you know, there's there's really nothing wrong with this movie. And it's there's a lot of stuff that I, I really... You get. forgot about. Well, it, it was that and the fact that I get the sequence mistaken. Because you wouldn't... There, there's a part in the middle of the movie that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But we'll get to that when we, we get to it. Uh, we, we start out this movie uh, kind of in suburbia. Is it? Like, it, I guess it's Ohio. 
Like, everything takes place in Ohio during the 80s, so yeah. I assume that that's what's happening. Sure, sounds good. Uh, but we got uh, Charlie Brewster and his girlfriend, uh, was it uh, Amy? Yes. Uh, and they're, like, making out on the floor next to a pachinko machine. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching, like... watching Fright Night. And that's the beginning. The beginning is, like, the part of the movie where it's, like, you can hear, like, the, the lady talking to the guy and she's trying oh, no. to be seductive and she's like oh, i will lead you to your doom let me let me uh kiss me and so all i hear is yeah like sucky facey noises and then she goes lay your head on my breast and he does cuz she's going to bite him and then here comes peter vincent and uh, this I is and this is peter vincent vampire, vampire killer. killer and then this is wherever we see charlie and amy Make it out. Charlie's trying to to hit a homer, I guess. Like he's trying his uh, best. He's, to, he's, he's to... trying to get to first base at least. Yeah. So he's he's crawling up the 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 shirt. He's like. Now, eh. It was funny because like one part I saw he stopped. He went to the uh, the waist and he kept it there. And it was a very appropriate place to be placing something if you're you're like I mean that's if you're out in public and you were like dancing with somebody that would be he a place didn't to he put, like slid up her shirt. That was the second time. He did it. Like, she, I think he forgot that he was supposed to be doing that. <laughs> and, and she, like, pushes his hand out. Because it's like, no, we're supposed to be doing it. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're still making out. That was the thing. Was he, like, he just got so excited. He just got so excited. I was like, that's right. I'm supposed to be trying to grab at stuff. That's right. Uh, oops. I, I forgot. You know, it's it's the gigantic sweater that you're wearing. I have to try to feel you up through, like, 18 pounds of alpaca fur. Uh, it, was, it was something. I don't know. You said but, fair. Fur. I meant to say fur. But it was um to be far. To be far. Um the uh <laughs> make it out. He gets all grouchy and I'm like, yeah, it's problematic nowadays trying to pull that stuff. Uh but apparently the nagging worked because she immediately gets into bed She's like, and fine. starts peeling her, her her top off. Unfortunately, uh she should have struck when the iron was hot if that was what she really, really wanted to do, because Charlie Brewster is staring outside at people. I, I assume ADD or something like that. It just absolutely like, dude, you have your girlfriend there. Like you just gave her this whole spiel about wanting to, to get it. And then you stop paying attention because there's two dudes walking around outside with a coffin. Yeah. But it's like middle of the night. It's like, Oh look, two dudes. Let me keep staring. What's coffin. going on with that? <laughs> so, and then he, so she's just he like, gets pissed off and, and leaves Charlie, right? for obvious reasons. Charlie, I'm ready now. And immediately he stares harder outside. He's like, nope, I don't want none of that tonight. He's like, Amy, there's people moving a coffin outside. She's like, sure. And they're on the moors, right? Because, of course, they're watching Fright Night. Which was fucking hilarious. Because that was, I was like, yeah, I guess I could see that. But, you know, the thing later on we get with him dealing with, you know, in a second. Uh, she gets pissed off and goes out. Uh, he chases her down for like a little bit. And yeah. they have like a fight in front of his mom. And his mom's like, are you two having a lo lover's quarrel? Well, and I was like. That's awkward. Because uh, she goes, first you want to make love and then you don't. And right I in front of his like, mom. It's like, honey, are you impotent? Oh, God, it's so <laughs> like, awkward. I just, I don't even know. Like, what oh, is mom used to that? It's like, oh, oh, no. He's having a problem. Here's You're a, just like your father yeah, here. Just take a belt, pull it around his neck, and hold it for a little bit, but try to create a safe word or safe signal, okay? Use the word pickle. Because I didn't. 
That's why Dad's not here Mama. anymore. Sorry, Charlie. Biddly binkty bink boink. Sorry, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> cheer up, Charlie. No. Um, so, I guess that it just kind of... Bleh, it's over. <laughs> uh, and uh, I... I it's not we're not seeing Chris Sarandon making out with like the chick at the very beginning are we like, uh actually like, yes yeah. so he leaves right. yeah because she leaves and she, she goes back upstairs and he goes back upstairs and he stares out the window and he sees Chris Sarandon without a shirt on and like a girl in... or it was the girl first so it was the girl without a shirt on with just her her boobies and yeah. she's like taking off her bra her grandma bra yeah. very seductive it was the 80s all, was, all the girls weird. in this one I it was just like oh nobody has any support at all oh gosh it was just so was, so uncomfortably uh, awkward so, so many underwires and then and then here comes you know Chris Randon and doing his sexy vampire thing and he's like they're about to do it I guess and he looks up and there's Charlie staring at him and he, he reaches out with his very, very long fingered vampire hand and pulls the the, I guess curtain. What what curtain. is that? Yeah, yeah it's, the it's, curtain. It's like a, like a like a privacy like screen. a shade. Yeah. yeah, but the the funny thing with that was, uh, you know, and and that was something. Yeah, uh, and it starts off like immediately, like he, immediately, he sees Jerry. There's boobs, and he's staring at Chris Sarandon's fingernails, and I'm like, I have questions for you, Charlie. <laughs> He yeah, noticed his you, long fingers. You denied boobs first. first you were he all angry Amy. about it. No wonder he was so frustrated with her. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, we uh, we after that we have uh, Charlie, um, kind of like I guess he's like ah vampire, and he's like immediately like right after that. Um, I think we also get like a, a cut in where it's like several people have died. Oh yeah, they said that on the news though. Yeah. Where there's like you know people die blah blah blah. And so Charlie, you know, he freaks out because obviously Jerry is who who we don't know is his name is Jerry yet, but the neighbor is a vampire. Um, so J- Char- Charlie tries to tell Amy, who's like, "Is this some kind of way to get me back?" I, so I guess she <sighs> broke up with him, which I I didn't get that. Like that was not a. They, uh... they, they never say we broke up. It's always just a fight. They always have tiffs. So well, and and he was sitting there. The funny part about that was he was just sitting there. He had absolutely no clue what was going on. He's like, "Wait, we broke up. When, when did that happen?" Um, and then his friend, Evil Ed, is there, which I thought was interesting because we don't really get a whole lot of characterization for Evil Ed. Mm-mm. And I got to tell you, Stephen Jeffries is annoying the shit out of me the whole time. He's he's a <laughs> he's not even a really good friend. Like the he's Bruce just kind of. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening here? Uh-huh. Is he being electrocuted? What's happening? Yeah. Why? It was just it stop was, it. It was just bad. So so he sees Evil Ed and you know Evil Ed's like, oh really? He's a vampire. It's like, what do we do? It's like, oh, uh, we gotta call the cops. And he decides he's gonna call the cops. He's just gonna do it. Uh, and he tells um, his mom, like I think he was, even his mom, he was like, I don't even give a shit. Like whatever you're talking about. Um. He's like, don't, don't invite him in. You know, that kind of thing. Does, does Jerry talk with him before the cops get there? I think what happens is, is yes. Yes, I think so. Because Jerry goes over to the house, because he's seen Charlie at this point. So he goes over to his house, talks to his mom. His mom is like, oh, this is Jerry the neighbor. It's it, he, he calls the cops first. Oh, okay. He's got to call the cop first, because he's like, I need to go talk to the cops. He gets the cops over there really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it was because he saw the, the lady the night before and then it came out that she was dead or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh no, he saw he saw them taking the, the body. The body out. Yeah, the yeah, body out. Yeah, yeah, In right. the plastic bag, which is like, oh, that's clearly a person. 
Uh, and then, then he calls up the cops, and the cops send like an entire like a detective and like three other people over there, and they walk into the house, and he's like straight up like there's there's fucking murder happening here, and the cop is like, what are you talking? About? Like, well, what, what proof do you have? He's just like, I saw the bodies. It's like I'll show you where it is. The cop never checks the checked anything. Uh, uh-uh, no, he just talked to Billy and or, or to to Billy, right? Billy's the roommate. What's his name? Uh, it's Billy. Billy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's yeah, Billy. So he talks to Billy, who's the who's the roommate, who's actually not the roommate, he's the ghoul. But he's like, Oh, uh oh really, Charlie, is that how it is? Ha 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 Oh man, can you believe this? Like this kid right here has been harassing us like crazy. And the cop just believes him, like doesn't question anything else. He's like, "All right, that's it. We're done." Because then Charlie goes and fucks off, but is like, "Oh yeah, it's all vampires." Yeah, you know, immediately you just say, "I saw them pulling a body bag out of the, you know, the, the basement. basement." Yeah, like, you don't have to say they're vampires. Yeah, you just, just say there was something down there. And if he had gone down there, well, while Dandridge was he, he, honestly, he probably would have died. Well, no, uh, the thing is, is it's it depends on the vampire lore. If he's if he's fully dead and asleep. At that point, but, during the sunlight, because it was sunlight, Billy would have killed him. Well, maybe, you know, and then that would have caused a lot, hell of a lot of problems. True, because it's a cop. But yeah, the cop didn't even check. So to continue the story, I guess, because you know how he how he checked, it would have been fucking over. Mm. So to continue the story, um, so the cop leaves, and then <sighs> Jerry was Jerry was apparently away. I remember that. Yes, part. yes, that's right. Uh, Charlie uh, is. Um, it was so funny with the the thing. He's such a spaz at this one. I was like, dude, come on. He gets all pissed off, and then he tells his mom, like, don't invite him over or something like that. And then immediately she's like, oh, this is Jerry Danridge, our, our next-door neighbor. And Jerry's like, oh, it's good to see you. Here, your mom, go out of the way. We're going we're gonna to have a I need to com- talk to Charlie. Yeah, I need to talk to him. By, by our lonesome. And she's like, oh, okay. And just fucking rocks away. I, I just, find nothing strange about a, a new older man trying to talk to my teenage son. That's not weird at all. So weird. Uh, and this is when he like, he's like, you need to shut the fuck up. You didn't see anything. He starts uh, beating hell out of him. He, uh, Charlie has is, is already like uh, locked up the, the, the windows. He put the, the, uh, the uh, spikes down in the windows, the nails. And, uh, that's when uh, Chris Randy just like boop, and he like pops them completely up by pulling it out. Yeah, because he ends up breaking back into the house, mm. and then he he breaks the mom's door so she can't get out. Yeah, yeah, because remember she's like Charlie, I can't get out of here. Yeah. So so all that happens, and then. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. We get the uh, the bit where he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm probably confusing this all." No, 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 because this he has the whole point and he says like i'm gonna give you a choice and that's when like he's holding him yeah he's like i'm gonna give you a choice that I, I never had got. and that's when charlie pulls out the crucifix that ed had given him way earlier mm-hmm. uh which was like you gotta keep it but you gotta have faith and i was just like what you accent are you doing something complete faith are you doing something he's with this so weird you weirdo uh it was such a like a weird thing and i like how it's like like, it's like, I'm trying to, he's like, you're choking me. I'm totally just got to pull this crucifix out of my thing. And he's just like, no. And he like points it away from him. He's like, mm, no. Yeah, no, like, no, that's not going to work. Does Sorry. he not have faith in it now? The man is clearly a vampire. Therefore, the supernatural exists. Is it like, does it deny faith at that point? No. Or do you automatically, oh, I'm just saying. Um, but, uh, that's when they do the whole bit with the, the pushing him out the window. He's like, obviously you will, you will have jumped from your window while I was in here. 
and he knocks out the picture of Amy, which falls directly onto the spiky... So it looks uh, like she got staked. Yeah, which I was like, oh my god, that's fucking hardcore. Thank god Charlie had a pencil in his pocket and shoves it through uh, Dandridge's hand. The street, and honestly, with how deep he put it, it would have gone straight through his neck. He shoved it through the arm. No, it was through his hand. Or through the hand, yeah. yeah. So he went through his hand, the hand is here... He went like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It right. would it really would have gone through his neck yeah. the way that they the way that he did it. Well, so that you know pisses Chris Sarandon off, Jerry off, and, and he's he like, oh. like, and he spins away. He does. He spins. He does a twirl. <laughs> he twirls away, and then this is whenever he transforms because he's so angry and so hurt that he transforms into uh, what I guess is his complete vampire self, which is yeah, starts horrible looking. He's like melty faced at that point. Yeah. He goes out the window or does he go out the window or does he just leave? He just runs down the stairs. Cause that's when the mom's like, I can't open the door. Click, 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 click. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't, uh, I can't remember if he goes out the window yeah. or the door. We just watched this. It's really sad. Anyways. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's cause it's, we've seen it so many times. It's, it's, we've just kind of glossed over everything. Uh, that is also the, the, the point like right after that. Now it's something that I, I don't think I ever saw. But I do remember it was the, Charlie, I destroyed your, your car. Oh, it was after that. Yeah. Because yeah. like, he's pissed off at him. So he like busts his car open and he tells his mom that it's just, it's just raccoons. I was just like, and the mom believes him because she's on a, it's like, are you okay? Do you need a Valium? And I was like, ah, the eighties. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Uh, it's at this point that Charlie goes to Peter Vincent for help. Uh, Peter Vincent, I felt so bad for Roddy McDowell in this one because he's, um, uh, he's like, I guess he thinks it's like a fan club thing or something like that. Yeah, he does. And he's like, he's like right before that, he's looking at the eviction notice. I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, it's there's nothing good for me anymore. And that's when he's like, when, Char- I'm not when Charlie's doing this. like, hey, help me, there's a vampire. Oh, what? Oh, that's right. He's in the car. He's in the car before that. Mm-hmm. That's right. He meets him at the at the the studio because the studio is like a thing, and then. They. That's when he's just like, get the fuck away from me. Drives away. Then uh, Charlie starts talking to. He's like got the garlic and the the crosses and the the uh, candles inside of his house mm-hmm. inside of his room. He's just like, I'm probably not gonna survive. And they're like, like Evil Ed and Amy are like, okay, just chill. We'll get this taken care of. We'll go talk to Peter Vincent. That's when Peter Vincent looks at his eviction notice and he's all sad. They show up and like, look, we'll pay you. To tell our friend that this guy isn't isn't a fucking vampire. Well, why don't we just call that guy? And like Chris Sarandon is being a f- complete asshole on the fucking phone. I love it. it's like they're gonna bring him over next night. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, and he's like, oh, um, I don't have to drink real holy water, right? Because it's against my religion. Yeah, I I was just born again. That would be sacrilegious. Don't bring a cross or actual holy water. Yeah, he goes, oh, just tell him it'll be tap water. It'll be fine. It's just it's just for show. Yeah. Uh, so then they show up at the house the next day. And I, I like the part. So Charlie has already had the whole bit where he, he was almost pushed out the, the window and stuff like that. Like he knows that Jerry's a vampire. He knows he's a fucking vampire. But this whole bit where it's like, I don't know whether or not he's a vampire. And I'm like, what's happening here? Like, are you trying to convince us that he, you know, uh, Jerry's not a vampire? Because Jerry's clearly a fucking vampire. Yeah, he just like, saw Like, we him. know full well that he's a fucking vampire. Mm-hmm. And even Charlie starts questioning. And I'm like, dude, the guy held you outside a window mm-hmm. to, like, kill you. And you had to stab his hand. He doesn't have a mark on his hand now. 
But we, we have, uh, like, the whole back and forth. There's a part where Peter Vincent's, like, Charlie's like, uh, oh, it's a blah, blah, blah. Like, he, he yells something about it. And, it's a uh, fake mirror or something like that. Or, or it was or the, the holy water, so he pulls out the cross. and uh, like Yeah, and then it starts to work, and Jerry's I, like, oh. And, and uh, the uh, the Renfield starts walking towards him. Yeah. He's like, Billy, he's like, mm, he's like, mm. And... Peter's like, oh, stop it. That's rude. Like, how dare you, Charlie, man who I ran away screaming from earlier. This isn't like you. Such rudeness in front of uh, somebody who invited us into their home. Mm -hmm. How dare. Uh, but that's when uh, Peter Vincent walks out and he sees. Uh, As he's walking out, he sees him and he sees that he's not in the mirror. Yeah. So he like, and so he drops it. There's, you know, and it breaks. Which instead of. Picking up the the little broken part, which I think he would do. It's like, oops, broke my broke my cigarette case. I mean, he was just scared the hell out of him, yeah. though. So I mean, he just he just ran out after that, and uh, everybody ran out with him. And they're like talking to um, Charlie. Charlie, which uh, like Charlie's like, what did you see? What did you see? And Roddy McDowell's like, he he didn't have a reflection in the mirror, and drives the fuck away. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I he's like. like and then for some reason, at this point, they're like, uh, ah, well, I guess we're going home. And Ed and uh, Amy. Amy, like, Ed lives right next to, to Charlie, right? Uh, no, no. Or something, like, I, very close? I don't know if he lives close or not, but I know that Charlie lives right next door to Jerry. Yeah. So, But he still had to walk like, Amy we, home. No, we're walking Amy home. And apparently Amy lives on the other side of town through the metro area where the nightclubs are or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Because they're walking through this place. Ed's being a dick. And to the point where he's like, let's go down this alley. Like, I don't care where you are. But it's not like, hey, it's the middle of the goddamn night. Let's go down an alley. Which he didn't even know if it would get him anywhere closer to anything. Which we find in a little bit. Because Evil Ed does decide to go down the alley. Just while Charlie and them the to be ass. dickheads to him. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, he's a dickhead so it was completely okay. But uh, that's when Ed gets stalked by Chris Sarandon. Who, like, corners him in a little, like, alcove. And he's just like, they don't get you, Ed. I do. Join me, and we will totally do the evils. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, yay! So he gets turned. The most easily led minion ever. Ever. Uh, it's then we hear a screaming. And that was another thing that I, I kind of thought was weird, was insta-turning. Just instantly. Within, like, seconds, these these uh, Fright Night vampires gets turned mm -hmm. over. Like, yep. boom. That was it. Done. Which it kind of makes me wonder about the Renfield. Like, why would you have a ghoul if you can just immediately turn somebody into, turn a, somebody vampire? into a vampire? Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, just the daylight face kind of thing. But, I, you know. Um, so we have at that point uh, Amy and, and Charlie running away from him. Chris Randy keeps popping up all over the damn place. And they, then they run to the nightclub. Yes. They run, They jump into a, uh, like kitchen. a kitchen window, which yeah. a kitchen at a nightclub then they call Peter Vincent for help. Uh, Peter Vincent gets home, which I thought was interesting. Um, and he's, like, trying to hide. Uh, and uh, Ed shows up to his house. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm scared. It's He's out here. He's out here with me. He's a vampire. Really, let me in. And so Peter Vincent freaks out, lets him in. And he's like, what are we going to do? And he goes, not me. What are you going to do? Oh! Yeah, it was goober. -y. I was like, oh my god, no, stop. 
Uh, and then we cut back down to the, the, the club. So the whole club scene is he's ta- he was talking to Peter Vincent. Uh, Chris Sarandon shows up, uh, gets Amy to go out onto the dance floor with him because it doesn't take anything for her to be led around. And Dan- he's just like, all right, you sexy Chris Sarandon, I'll do it. They do. And she, the, the cutest thing is every time that she and Charlie are like having interactions when she's just like, she, she does a part where she like wraps Charlie's arm around her. And she's getting all huffy about stuff. I'm just like, what? No, Ed, you're, that's terrible. And she like wraps the arm around. It's like, no, this is mine. This yeah. is mine now, Ed. I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> uh, and that's when uh, Chris Sarandon twirls her around like, uh, God, like Kate Beckinsale and uh, Van, Van Helsing. Helsing. He just hypnotizes uh, her and then. They booty dance on the dance floor. Um, he is able to pull him away from. Uh, Charlie is able to pull Amy away. Amy away for like a little bit, enough for two bouncers to get killed. But in the ensuing chaos, uh, Amy is taken and Chris Sarandon nopes out with her. Uh, flip back over to Peter Vincent, who uh, for like a little bit is got is getting terrorized by Ed, who is spooking. Like he's, he's slowly transforming. He's got kind of a more lupine feel just with like the teeny tiny teeth in the front and like the curved out fangs. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, I've got to kill you. You're such a fake. And I'm like, he was never like he was doing hammer horror at no point. Did this seem real? Uh, but he does uh, place the crucifix against the, the forehead, which gives you the iconic VHS scene where it's which is Ed um, having that big that cross, big on, his cross on his burn. He's like, oh, he runs away. Burn cross on his head. Yeah. Uh, which is why we see him later on in the back of the Jeep. As uh, Chris Sarandon flees with uh, with Amy, mm-hmm. uh, that's when Charlie goes back to meet Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent is trying to get the fuck out of there, but he, they're like, "No, you're gonna help me. We're gonna do this." It's like, "Okay, yes, we will." And that's when they show up at the house to get Amy out. Uh, well, but he kills Ed between between then and no, nah, because because that's when he uh, he runs out. And then he runs back in, kind of thing. Cause oh, Because okay. he kills Ed at, at Charlie's house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, because he's yeah. checking it on his mom, on Charlie's mom. But uh, we also have um, Chris Randon wooing uh, Amy because uh, Amy looks like uh, the girl in some of his photos, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, oh, wow. that's We're going to do this now. It was his lost love. Uh, and uh, she gives it up. She, she takes her top off for that thing. So I don't. I was just like, no, 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 no. Oh, it's over now. When Chris Sarandon gives you the puppy dog eyes, you you, you put out. You you take the you take that top off, uh, which she does, and uh, she's she does a, a they do a, a very interesting transformation scene at this point, which is odd to me because if you start kind of connecting the time frames, there's absolutely no way that Ed would have been able to unless he had like super easy transformation. Or something like that. Or maybe maybe Chris can, like, I only gave her half blood, which is going to take longer. It will transform eventually, but, you know, half time. So, you know, half vampire, you know, get get all vampire flowers. Either way. It's, I just make half vampire at that point. Either way, it takes forever for Amy to turn. Uh, so they're, they're able to do kind of a big fight. Um, that is when, yeah, Charlie and... <laughs> I, I so what happens is is that Charlie runs upstairs, and he's like uh, <laughs> he's he's trying to help Amy, uh, and oh no they they both get like knocked out right, 
Like both him and like Peter, like no, he knocks out Charlie or or something, and like takes away all of his stuff, throws him in the room with Amy, and locks the door. Yes. Uh, and that's when Peter Vincent runs the fuck out. He goes over to Charlie's mom's house to start calling the cops, mm-hmm. but the the cops aren't working. So he tries to find uh, Charlie's mom. That's when the, it, the phones aren't working. That's right, because they are all been torn out. Yeah, yeah. So he tries to to see if uh, Charlie's mom is okay, and that's when we find that it's Evil Ed wearing a Raggedy Ann hat. Uh, he's like. Here's dinners in the oven. Mm, mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this needs to stop. That was a really good impression because that did sound exactly uh, like him. Uh, it's uh, Peter Vincent freaks out, falls over a, uh, a table, uh, which breaks under him. Uh, the We get a, a uh, metamorphosis at that point where uh, Evil Ed turns into a wolf and stalks and jumps, leaps at him, uh, but in doing so is taken in the chest by a table leg. He's impaled. And thrown over uh, the uh, the uh, landing uh, down onto the first floor. Uh, we then watch a, a pretty decent, uh, like, transform back. It's pretty jarring. It yeah, was, like, the scene, the scene is pretty jarring if I, it's your first time watching it. It was... It was a lot of sadness, mm-hmm. which was I, I thought was really interesting because at that point, we saw Ed turn back into himself yeah. uh, to the point where he even lost the the crucifix burn on the forehead. But he does it in such a a sweaty, painful way. Yes, it was so like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, dying. Yeah, like it's like a painful death. Obviously, yeah. it's not a quick one at all. Which is when Peter Vincent now is going to ah, I killed one, therefore I can kill more. Takes the uh, the table leg out and starts running around. Runs to, back to Char- yeah, uh, Jerry's house. Yeah, to Jerry's house to get uh, Charlie out. They are able to get in. Charlie, uh, yeah, because Amy wakes up. And she's got fluffier hair now. She has long, fluffy hair. She, she looks gorgeous with, with super, super long hair. That's when they go out. I guess Jerry was fucking around because he didn't give a shit. But that's when uh, the uh, the the zomboy, the the Renfield comes up. They shoot him repeatedly. Uh, did they shoot him? They, they had to shoot him in the head like a couple of times. Yeah, right? they shot him in the head twice, and then in the body, like they wasted like their whole clip. Yeah. And then um, he comes back up. He picks up Peter and is about to throw him over the stairs. That's, and Charlie's like, "No!" And then he stabs him in the heart. That's with that's the what stake. happened because that's I I was wondering like how did he get that? That's because because the the. The Renfield chucked uh, Charlie over the thing, and that's when what Vincent left. And I was just like, "Wow, Charlie's doing—he's bouncy." Like, I mean, the the boy falls down <laughs> like a flight of stairs. Is, it's like he's okay, no broken bones. Charlie's made a rubber. Uh, they, yeah, the, we had a decent Renfield melt part. I guess that's a you know full on ghoul at that point. Uh, Dandridge is not feeling it, so he's like pissed off. We get the fright night for real this time, mm-hmm. uh, kind of line. Um, Amy, he tries to convince Amy to kill Charlie and uh, Vincent, which he doesn't do. Um, we get the the busted window open. We get the like screaming out to to do stuff from the roof. Mm-hmm. She's not doing it. Yeah, which is the Amy. Yeah, that was, Amy. That was a, Amy. Yeah, that kill was them, Amy. Kill them both. <laughs> if you love me, you'll do it. Nope. And she passes out. He's like. Ugh. You're <laughs> he, useless. He just, he just gets all angry about it. Um, 
And I so think... he, he comes back in. They they flash him with the with the crucifix. The crucifix doesn't work from Peter. He's like, you've got to have faith to make you it work. You have to have faith. And then uh, Peter sees the sun the sunrise behind him, and then he starts to have faith because he's like, oh, maybe we'll maybe we'll survive this. So he starts to have faith. The cross start, starts to work. He tells um, he tells Humperdinck to look over his shoulder at the sunrise. He freaks out, turns into a bat, flies all around the mansion, bites Charlie, attacks Vincent, mm. and then ends up um, getting hit with with some sun, and then flies down into the basement where his coffin is. They then crack open the, the coffin. Uh, they try to stick it with their heart, but like Amy is attacking Charlie at the same time because she's almost like fully vamped out. She um, has the coolest face, though. I she's love. A big, huge mouth. Huge mouth, full of teeth. And then they do the uh, they bust open the blacked out windows. He gets exposed to the sun, and poof, uh, Amy is now a human again because that's how that works. And we see uh, everything's done with um, you know uh, Peter Vincent coming back from uh, fright. He's like on fright night while they're watching him, uh, and he's not going to do vampire films though because he wants to do like aliens things. And he does uh, like Invasion of the Octo Man, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, and then like Charlie and Amy are in the bed and they're making out because now they're both ready yeah and then we get a bit there where um i guess ed is in the the ed is in jerry's house yeah which yeah. doesn't make a whole lot of sense but okay because technically i would have turned back if amy had turned back so would have been well he hadn't completed his trans like she she hadn't completed a transformation so i guess i could see that because he was full on and he tried to eat people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is, is that he lost the crossburn. Does the crossburn come back for him? I don't know. Um, so yeah. But yeah, so that that's was it. that was a seminal movie. I mean, that's a that is a movie that needs to be watched. It needs to be enjoyed. It's fun. Uh, Chris Sarandon is amazing in it. Uh, Roddy McDowell makes the Peter Vincent character. Uh, and uh, I, I like Charlie. I mean, he's bland enough to be one of those anime pro tags where you just get somebody, you know, to do, uh, you know, like, oh, it's it's like he's so bland and wouldn't I can, you know, pretend uh, he's me in that situation too. Yep. Um, yeah, I. What are you going to give it? I, I'm going to give it, uh, I mean, oh shit. Uh, I'm going to give it seven evil Ed deaths out of ten. Because this is a solid movie. There are parts that don't make a whole lot of sense. The whole bit with the, the turnaround in the middle, which just grinds the the action forward to a halt with that, that whole bit where they're like, oh, he's a he's he's not really a vampire, but he is really a vampire. Am I, I just stabbed a goddamn pencil through his hand. Are you telling me now he's not a vampire? Maybe yeah. I guess I believe that. You know. Oh wait, that's right. He choked the fuck out of me. No, I believe it. You know that kind of deal. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, there's just there's parts about it now that I can see, and I'm like, okay, well now I can critique these things because I love the movie. I mean, Roddy McDowell is fucking awesome in this. Um, Evil Ed is terrible. I don't remember the character being that grating. Mm -hmm. Like I don't remember him being that like friggin' annoying. And it's so sad because you can't feel for the character at that point because at that point you don't give a shit if they no, turn into like, a vampire or not because you're like, ugh, he's annoying. I didn't, I didn't care that he was a vampire. I was glad when he died. I mean, at least he was a, a like a, a threat, but like I, every time he was on screen, I was like, no wonder you get your ass kicked. Like, because you're a dick, dude. But what about you? What are you going to give it? Um, I'm actually going to give it an 8 out of 10 Chris Sarandon puppy dog eyes. Shh. Keep your top on, huh? Um, First of all, 
You do. You That's start. Rude. I saw your hands moving. That's We're rude. not dealing with that. That's rude. Uh, but um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, this is a solid movie. This is a good movie. But but how does it attach to the remake? Compare. The, yeah. How how like compare the two? Contrast it. How do it do? How do it do? I well, I, I personally, I love the Fright Night remake from 2011. Uh. Which let's give you a rundown on that since that's the next one that we're gonna be watching. Um, it's actually directed by Craig Gillespie, who did Lars and the Real Girl, I Tanya, and Cruella. Um, it was written by Marty Noxon, who did actually 24 episodes of Buffy, uh, 45 episodes of Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, and To the Bone. Yep, and of course, as we know, it is starring uh, the late great Anton Yelchin. Uh, he of Odd Thomas, Hearts in Atlantis. Uh, he was uh, the, the Wessels in uh, Star Trek. <laughs> uh, and he's in a really good movie called uh, Burying the X. If you haven't seen Odd Thomas and Burying the X, both very fine movies. Very fun. Love those movies. Very fun. Uh, you got Colin Farrell, who was in Bruges, uh, Horrible Bosses, SWAT. Uh, he was uh, Daredevil. He was, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bullseye he was Bullseye and Daredevil. Bullseye and Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, we got David Tennant, who's in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire as Barty Crouch. Uh, Junior, he's uh, Doctor Who, of course. Uh, actually, the really David Tennant is really probably the the best uh, Doctor Who. I've given, like, Matt Smith, now I'm okay with, mm -hmm. compared to the shit that I've seen happen now. But David Tennant is, is for me, uh, the best Doctor Who. Okay. Uh, you Thank also you. got him, if you want to see him in another show where he's getting to be scottish because he's super scottish like i mean he just he does the uh the new uh good Scrooge omens oh he's also he, in good omens he's in good omens yes but he's not super scottish in that one he's he's a little bit more like ah i'm vaguely english but he plays scrooge mcduck in the new version of ducktales really yes. huh. and he is super scottish cute uh, but if you want to see him being a little bit more like kind of dramatic um he is in both uh blackpool which is you know, I say dramatic, but he, that is a a musical. It's a musical cop show, uh, and Broadchurch, which is a non musical cop show. Uh, so both of those are uh, really interesting ones. I think he plays like an alcoholic in Broadchurch. Broadchurch is effed up. Wasn't he in like one of the Marvel shows? He was a bad guy or something in one of the Marvel shows. Jessica Jones. Yes, he was uh, the purple man in yeah. that one. Yeah. And I, I haven't watched that one though. That's why I, was like, I haven't eh. either. But I just saw the meme. I the girl in Jessica Jones. I don't really have a problem with, but I really don't like a whole, whole lot of her. So every time I see her, I'm like, oh, I could watch Jessica Jones. I'm like, oh, not that actress. Uh, but we uh, we got a couple other people. We got McLovin in there, Christopher Mintz, Plasse, or whatever his name is. I don't even know. Uh, we got Emma Jean Poots, who is with Anton Yelchin in The Green Room. We got uh, Tony Collette in uh, Hereditary. She's that was the, the her mom. Hereditary mama. Uh, we got Dave Franco, who was James Franco's brother. Yes, and he's also he's Mark in uh, the Disaster movie. Is that really him? So no, he's in Disaster movie. So he's he's the guy who plays that guy in the room Disaster movie. Okay, got it. Yeah, so Disaster movie was James Franco, and he was Disaster artist. Yeah, a Disaster artist. Yeah, sorry, uh, but he was um he was that guy in there so. It's so funny that he's working with his brother so much. Uh, we also got uh, Lisa Loeb in it for like a second, which I thought was really funny. I was like, oh, it's Lisa Loeb. Good. Uh, you know, the uh, the song, you say, only hear what I want to. Uh, she was also the uh, reporter lady from House on Haunted Hill. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, a lot of people in this. Um, 
I don't know. I want to watch this one. Let's, I haven't seen this one probably since it came out. I'm so excited. I love this movie. I've seen it a gazillion times. I'm, I'm expecting good things out of this one. Let's go ahead and pause it here. Uh, we will be back to let you know about this one, and we'll kind of compare and contrast see what we see on it. Yep. Be right back. See you. Hey, Mom. Hey, just checking in. What you up to? Uh... Adam Johnson. Adam. You know, Adam's missing, right? Right? Kids aren't coming to school. It happens all the time. I don't know if you're paying attention to roll call, but he's not the only one that's gone. You're nuts. This is my son, Charlie, and his girlfriend. Hi. So Jerry is our new neighbor. Hey. Hey. Now listen to me. We graphed up all the disappearances. That's you right there in the center next to his house. I really hate to be the one to tell you this, but that guy, your neighbor? Jerry. Yeah, he's a vampire. <laughs> that is a terrible vampire name. Jerry? I d oh my god! It started out like a Harry Potter movie. It sure did. It was that 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 music, music. and like the the font for the the very beginning part is like ba 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 ba, which is the that's I actually know, not that's Beetlejuice, but it was yeah. it was very much that like <laughs> I don't it was not that, but it was very close. So it starts off like like real quick so a uh, kid actually watches someone die like you like slowly pan into this house and then you slowly pan into a room and you can see a dog who's eating food off their coffee table you go upstairs and it like runs down the hallway and then you see this kid get thrown and he like hits the door tries to run out you see somebody's hand it's obvious somebody's getting killed so it starts off like real quick I wanted to know who that person was. Maybe his sister or, or his girlfriend? It was weird. Like, well, it couldn't have been his girlfriend because, remember, he's an outcast. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it was his sister then. Because as soon as I he guess. runs into the other room, then he sees his mom and his dad, and they're both super dead. Super dead. So his dad is on the floor. Um, he crawls under the bed, finds the gun, right? So he's trying to unlock it. So he has to reach into his dead dad's pants to pull out his keys so that way he can get the gun lock off. While that's happening kind of off screen in the back a little bit blurred you can see the father's body being pulled to the end of the bed and he's like silently it was really kind of cute it, it was cool and so the um so he's like fumbling with it trying to get it off and then he hears it and he is staring straight up towards the bed and then all of a sudden the bed gets flung off of him and he gets yanked off screen and then fright night and then fright night and it goes doo doo like it's very like happy at that point that's like the happy music it kind of actually pissed me off because i was like oh this is like early 2010s and it shows like all the happy suburban life living in the middle of the desert yeah i that was one of the things that i enjoyed about this movie was that it was it, you had the juxtaposition of the the desert the one thing that was weird though was everything was like super like day for nighty like they did like a like one part where Colin Farrell's outside and they like everything was darkened, but it was still it was super like bright. Blue. Yeah. It was like twilight. Like it was somebody to look like twilight. Somebody put a blue filter over the sun today. And then, so then this is wherever we first see Anton. So Anton is walking down the street with his uh, bike, his motorbike that doesn't work, and he sees the neighbor, 
and the neighbor is very pretty and so he you know he they're they're talking or whatever you're getting big char char i was just like she called him char char i was just like is this what like would have happened if the kid from babysitter had been allowed to grow up before uh samara weaving like tried to kill him it was it probably it was so weird and so 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 she walks away and of course she has lucky brand pajama pants on so she has lucky stamped across her butt so he's checking it out and the hereditary mom is like like, don't leer at the the neighbors he's like look she's the one that put words on her butt all right i'm just reading them so, She's a professional ogly, you know. I'm just I'm doing what it said on. The, I'm I'm lucky to be seeing it. <laughs> so she so she's a real estate agent, um, and she's talking about how everyone you know is running out of the the city or out of the town, and she's really glad that they have a neighbor, even though he leaves his giant ass dumpster in front of his house. Which I thought was kind of funny. The the interesting thing to me on that one was that she's like pulling out. And I was just like, oh good, she's pulling out giant like century 21 like placards out uh that are clearly wooden stakes compared to which you wouldn't fucking use at all i honestly did that's expensive as hell i honestly didn't pick up on that i was just like oh wow you would totally use wood in the desert so um so she's she asks um anton yelchin she asks who's playing charlie so she asked charlie how he's doing and everything he's like oh it's going all right and she's like how's your how's amy oh me and amy you're doing good you know it's just Kind of, kind of hard sometimes. And she goes, oh yeah, it's so hard to have a hot girlfriend. Yeah, real super hard on that one. Oh god. And that's when she drives up in her fucking four-person bug. I hated so it. So cute. Convertible four-person so lime green Volkswagen bug. I Ugh. would totally have one if I could. You, you would. I totally would. Yeah, I would never be done. And, done and, and now I and now I want one, especially yeah, for that reason. Yeah, no. So, oh, oh, this is actually the part where you wondered if prostitution was legal in Vegas. Yes, yes, I did. I made a note of that because he did. He Why did that come went up? and Googled because you're wondering. Oh, because oh, I was wondering because if there's a Jerry in this one and he's picking up prostitutes, then wouldn't he just be able to like order prostitutes there all the time? I guess no. They, somebody would be wanting to check on them because he'd have to keep paying per hour. So that really wouldn't work. Uh, damn it. And, well, unless they were independent. Oh, oh, so this is wherever, um, not to throw you off your prostitute I could, questions. I could go down the prostitute I, hole anytime. I, I, that's, that's so gross. Just, just, I dig deeply into the prostitute hole. Oh, gosh. Put, so put myself in the is, wall instead of the prostitute hole. So, just live in there. Uh, stop. So this is wherever. Like so this is wherever um, Hereditary Mom actually tells Charlie, hey, Ed keeps calling. I'm not going to keep telling him that, you know, you're busy. Just tell him that you don't want to talk to him. And that he goes, would defeat the purpose of talking to he's him. He's such a like dick. And it was like, He's such a dick in this you, movie. Dude. Such At the beginning, he's such a freaking douchebag. Which, admittedly, think about it, though. You look at the contrast between him and McLaughlin. Like, just, like, strength-wise. Because Anton Yelchin, at this point, is probably in his, like, early 20s. So he's fucking huge and he's wiry we see that later on when he's hanging out with amy and he's like shirtless on top of her and it's just he the dude is cut i was like oh my god <laughs> like I no wonder like I, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with somebody who mentions the stretch armstrong I, I was i was too busy looking at colin farrell yeah of course so uh so they mentioned his puce color shoes. Yes, that's right. They he had like his shoes actually were pretty cool looking though if they weren't puce. They reminded me of the Reeboks that Ripley wears. I really like those. Uh, 
So, <laughs> so that happens. Uh, apparently being popular freaking sucks because he tries, Anton tries to ask Amy if she wants to go to the senior dance. And she's like, honey, nobody goes to those anymore. Yeah. Amy in this that's, one is, that's not cool. Is the, the contrast was, was interesting in this one. Very much in this one. Amy is the super popular girl who's very assured, self-assured in this one. And like very much stereotypical though, too, without nobody goes to this when you're in the, you know, the when thing. you're a senior. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, really? Mm-hmm. And then they're going, so they're sitting in class, and then two cl- two kids are missing. Yep. The last one's name is Adam. Who um, apparently was their friend. Yes. And then Ed is introduced at this point. So, um, Who was like mean mugging him, which I thought was interesting. And he's like, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, oh, yeah. no. In he front go- of in front of douchebag McGee and taller douchebag McGee, which yeah, I thought was interesting. So Dave just- Franco is just a little shit in this movie. And then right next to him is his taller, stupider friend, who I don't know what he was trying to do. Like the the usually you get like kind of a scoot, like a like a uh, a uh, shaggy kind of vibe off those guys. But this guy was like very much like a yeah, well, I can't believe he's wearing that. I was just like, what's happening here? He looked like a he looked like a popular uh, from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. He looked like a popular um, shit. What's his name? Yeah, he looked like a popular shit. I'll go with that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We'll move on. <laughs> So, um, so Ed, Ed, Ed tells him Adam's missing. It's like, you don't even freaking care anymore. And he's like, I don't, I don't care. And no, he, I hope you all burn in hell. He's you just, all, you're dead to me. Oh God. He was such a jerk. And he has to, to the point where he's like, uh, I'm going to threaten your friends. What if I tell them about the time you wrapped my stretch Armstrong around your dick and jerked off for an hour? I'm like, <laughs> John felt so uncomfortable at that. That's point. dirty. That is not a proper use. <laughs> Ends with, I still want my stretch back, by the way. I was like, no, you don't. Just buy a new one. So at that point, of course, you know, Charlie's like, fine, yeah, whatever, I'll meet you. So he um, he he goes home, right, with Amy. They get home kind of late. Well, he they see his mom outside on the lawn talking to Colin Farrell, who's their new neighbor, who is gorgeous. He's being very personable. Covered in dirt, talking about, hey, it's cool, we're going to hang out, da-da-da-da-da. Drinks. Yeah, drinks, da-da-da. And he's very, oh my gosh, what's the, he looks like a serial killer. Like, he acts like a serial killer. Really? So, in this one, like, I didn't feel that Jerry Dandridge was, was uh, well, you know, we'll get to that once we get to the bottom one. Yeah. To this one, in, in this one, I think he was actually, at this point... He was being super nice. Later on, when especially when he he's asking for the... He still feels off. It, it, to me, he didn't feel off right then. Like, just that whole interaction with the mom and everything like that, that felt normal. The part later on with the beer and all that kind well, of that, stuff, yeah. that was creepiest fuck. But he was still setting off warning signals in my head for maybe, that. Maybe anyway. I just wasn't pulling it up. So, um, so uh, Ed and Brewster go into Adams because Ed sends... Um, charlie a message and is like if you don't get here now this is gonna go viral and it's one of their role play um they were doing like a comic like dance around like thing where they were doing a little mini movie like it was squid weird. man and something squid else. man versus the comeback kid uh, she's like oh okay, nerf attack it was it was nerdy. it was weird so so both ed and brewster go into adams through the doggy door right or, or ed ed goes ed through the doggy door because he's tiny but he opens the door that's when uh, they go through. They have like this long walk around confrontation, yada yada. And I guess Colin Farrell cleared everything up. Like he must have cleaned everything. He cleaned up. everything up, yeah, because the dog, nobody's there. Because the dog wasn't in the back. Yeah, yeah. So, Even though so we saw the dog there. go outside, I guess the assumption is now maybe that, he ran away. Yeah. 
So, um, so Ed tells Charlie, your neighbor is a fucking vampire. Like Jerry's a vampire. He goes, Jerry, the vampire. That's an awful vampire name. So we get the, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, just like, and it was, what was my favorite part though? It was like, oh, you know, you think this is Twilight. (laughs) Yeah. Like you've been reading too many Twilight books. And then like, that's what, uh. Brewster says, and then Ed, what is it Ed says? Ed, Ed goes, and I'm really so pissed that you think I even read Twilight. I was just like, huh. But he does say, these aren't like your, these aren't like your, your sparkly vampires. This thing is a shark. It's yeah. a shark. And it's a predator. And it is killing people. Including our friends. Including Adam, which is why Adam's missing. Mm. <sighs> so, so crazy. So Ed, Ed is like ready, right? The entire time he's ready, he has like a crucifix in hand and a stake. And he like, he and, he and Charlie like get into it. Like Charlie pushes him. And, and so, you know, Ed and Charlie go their separate ways, right? Cause Ed's like, fuck you, you're a jerk now. So Ed is skateboarding home. And while he is skateboarding home, he gets, he gets smashed like right into another car by Dave Franco. Yeah, it was just big a dick. Why are you getting your nerd shit all over my fucking road? And Street. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you guys live next to each other. That sucks. Yeah. So so um, so, and then Ed is running. Ed runs away. Right. He runs away from from Dave Franco. Jumps over the fence. Keeps jumping over fences until he smacks right into Jerry. Yeah. Who's like, you've been talking smack about me. I've been watching. You've been watching me. I've been watching you. It's it should be fair. And uh, it's like, oh, fuck. So he runs and he gets into the house. He's like, ha, ha, you can't come in because I didn't invite you in. And he goes, this house is abandoned. He's like, ha, ha, sucks to be you, bitch. And he just like walks in. So, you know, so Ed runs upstairs, goes through the window, goes through all this shit just to get back outside. And Colin Farrell's like sitting there on top of like the the lawn The lawn chair chair just waiting for him. Uh, And that's when uh, Ed falls into a pool. Which is still that, full of water in the desert. That pool had to stink. That like, had to depend, be nasty. Depending on how, how old that house is, or how long that house has been abandoned. And then Colin Farrell's like, you were born for this. You join join me well, because, with the, the, the dark side. And Ed's like, that mind shit won't work on me. Try me. And he goes, all right. And Your so friends he, are dicks. You're right, you my like friends crap. are dicks. Yeah, he's like, you should should. totally become a vampire. You're yeah. right, I should, I should become a vampire. <laughs> I should totally become a vampire. And so he does. And he gets so, eight in the pool. Yeah, so he he, uh, he bites him and there's like blood and everything like that. Are we getting, we're getting the, we're only getting the top fangs and the bottom fangs at this point. We're not getting the whole. No, like, we're, we're not getting the whole shark face. Okay. Yeah, no, not yet. All right. Um, but yeah, and then there's like the plume of blood. Uh, there's a lot of things in this movie where if as you're watching it, you're like, Oh, this was a 3D movie, wasn't it? And it was. Yeah, there's a part where uh, Ed throws a rock through uh, the window and the, oh, it comes, it comes right at us. Ooh, rock. <laughs> oh, that was the, uh, that was like the bucket or something. He yeah. he throws like a bucket or something. something through the window. Yeah. Yeah. So um, at this point, we go back to Charlie, who's a douchebag. Like none of us like Charlie right now. So Charlie is actually watching their old movies of him, Adam, and Ed whenever they were doing their weird fighting fake thing. Look, I used to have fun. And, and yeah, you know. and so he feels like shit. And so Amy comes to get him. And of course he's been up all night watching this, you know, watching these movies and stuff like that. So um, he sees Ed isn't in class. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they, they have the roll call again, and he sees that he's not in class. So he goes over to Ed's house, which he hasn't been to in years, apparently. And Lisa Loeb is there. as His as, parents are so nice. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so great to see you again. Da, 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 da. Uh, he goes into, apparently, Ed leaves before they, they get up, is what they said. So I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so they don't know he's gone yeah. because they didn't know he was missing. If he's gone at all. He may just be getting up so early that he's leaving and going somewhere else during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so he finds Ed's notes and videos on um, Jerry mm-hmm. because he's been looking up, he's been actually looking at Peter Vincent's site, which he brings up later, or which he, he brought up before whenever he and Charlie were arguing. Which Fright Night in this one is apparently some kind of Chris Angel magic show. Yeah, David Tennant is. Yeah. Uh-huh. So David Tennant is Peter Vincent in this, and he's a very young, hip, douchey Peter Vincent. Yeah. Uh, we've also got. Uh, so the videos are really kind of funny because it shows uh, him doing the construction. It shows Colin Farrell doing the construction and stuff like that. So it's just a wheelbarrow moving and then dumping dirt and shit like that. But you don't see anybody picking it up or anything like that. Like, oh shit, we can see him. He's, he's yeah, straight we, up a fucking we, vampire. We can't see him on the on the camera, you know, or we can't see him on the video. So my favorite thing that Colin Farrell does that's so awkward is he goes, hey guy. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> hey. Because he, <laughs> Brewster goes home and he's just like, I don't know what to do about this stuff. And then Colin Farrell's like right next to him, hey guy. I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he like, he, he creepy smells him. Because he's smelling for his fear. Mm. So he like creepy smells and his, his fucking nostrils get huge because he's just like, like Apparently the fear in, in this thing is, is a, a intoxicant for them. So he's like sniffing out. I was like, hey. Uh, I got a girl coming over. And I don't have any beer. Can you give me beer? I'll give you beer later on. And he's mm. like, sure, I'll give you beer. So he uh, Charlie goes inside does and, not invite Jerry yeah. in on purpose. And Jerry knows at that point because well, he's like, he's, it's a nice kitchen. He's suspecting. Good cabinet work. He is doing like a thing where he's just like trying to get him to invite him in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when. Uh, and then he do- he goes into masculine douchebag Jerry. Yeah. Where he's like, some women, you know, you you got to control them. Gotta, gotta treat the, the fillies, right? <laughs> God. Your, he's your mom a- your mom is kind of like that. You You may not see it, but hell, maybe you can. And but your like, girlfriend's like that, she's too. She's ripe. And I was like, oh. It was so oh, cringy. No, it was, I mean, that's what he was going I for. I feel uncomfortable. That's what he was going for. So it's perfect. But it's so, like, it just makes your blood run cold. Like, it's yeah. just weird. And at no point does Charlie allow um, Jerry into the house, uh, which I thought was, was pretty good. Because uh, they, they did, like, a very, like, he's like, I've got the beer here. Yeah, so he, like, hands him the beer, but Jerry won't take it until it's, like, all the way outside of the door, because he can't. So, um, at this point, Jerry goes back to his house. Amy's Amy's over there, and Amy's, like, throwing it at Charlie. She's like, let's do this. We're gonna do it. And Charlie's like, I don't know. I, I, can't we just cuddle? Yeah, and, and so he's looking out the window. And he's like, oh, and his neighbor is there. The one yeah. who's, the one who's, uh, who, the lucky, who's the one. lucky neighbor. And, um, so she sees that, or he sees that she's at Jerry's. He's like, no, Doris, don't go to. That's right. Her name is Doris. Doris. It was so weird. No, Doris, don't go in there. And so Amy's gets kind of annoyed and is like, 
What the hell? I'm getting out of here because you are staring outside for other people and I don't need to see that. Thank you very much. Yeah, here I am throwing myself at you and you're not trying to Throw get it. Throw before swine, you bastard. <laughs> so he, so she, she leaves. Charlie passes out, I guess, while he's waiting for something to happen. And then he hears screaming. So he calls, calls 911. Cops, yeah. yeah, the cops show up. And, and they're it, like super nice to him. They're talking to Jerry and it's like really awkward because you can hear Jerry being like, yeah, you bet I made her scream. Woohoo. And he goes, and they're Whoa, all, ha, 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 And then the cops fucking go away. Freaking cops are useless in all movies. Well, yeah, because it, it, like. Not it, in real life, but in would, movies, they're It awful. wouldn't be interesting if they were like, well, we're going to have to talk to the lady. What do you mean you won't let us see it? Um, get the SWAT van. <laughs> Yeah. And then Jerry pulls away in a truck. Like yeah. he immediately leaves. So Charlie breaks into the house. He he like YouTubes how to how to pick a lock. So he breaks into Jerry's house. Um fiddles it, around for a little while, goes into the uh the goes like, into his room, yeah. finds all like the knickknacks, all like his vampire lore. Like a Baphomet like poster with like, you know, ah, uh, truly an ancient you know religion or whatever the hell. And then like He the, finds Jerry's security cop outfits yeah and like the delivery outfits and all the yeah. other stuff that's when jerry comes back uh anton yelchin is like oh god i i i gotta hide so he hides in the closet and while he's in there he opens up the secret door to like the holding pen area yeah it's like it's a jerry hallway has. with like six rooms in it yeah and so he's like knocking on the doors he's like hey hey are you in here doors are you in here and so it's a jump scare and so she's like slaps her hand up against the people that he's looking through and you she's like you me. gotta help me you gotta help me so he's like trying his best to like pick this lock and you know here comes Colin Farrell so he um so Charlie hides in another room and watches him while Colin Farrell pulls her out and starts to feed from her um, nom, 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 nom. and uh, she, she she puts her her finger over her lips to uh to shush him like yeah. don't say anything or yeah don't scream yeah so you know Jerry throws her back in there whenever he's done and walks back out and starts drinking a beer Yes. One of, one of the Budweiser's. Yeah, so Charlie Charlie gets her out. They slowly get out of the house. They go down the stairs. It's Jerry's, a fairly tense moment, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, Jerry's walking back and forth. He gets an apple. He loves green apples, which I love green apples, so yep. I can see it. Yep. And then, uh, you know, we, we get the whole point where he is actually staring at him. Like, the, he knows what they're doing the entire time. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when Doris, like, they sneak Doris out the house. Uh, Colin Farrell watches and smiles. Uh, because the second Doris gets into the sun, we she is cut like 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 a chainsaw went through her and turned into ash. Yeah, like, it was amazing she's... to watch her just. Yeah, so she screams. Charlie just stands there in complete shock, and Jerry laughs. But what? Jerry's like, I'm gonna eat this apple. Nom mm. nom nom. So Charlie's traumatized. He tries to warn his mom. Um, he looks up Peter Vincent to go hang out with him, and. Amy is like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, oh, just looking at porn. Like, oh, yeah, that's nothing, right. He's, he's, uh, much. he's inside the library and he's like looking at porn. And Amy's no, no, like, no. He's not looking at porn. He's looking at Peter Vincent. Yeah, but it, like, like Amy's like, what are you doing? Looking at porn. And she's like, cool. I thought you were doing something weird. And I'm like, okay. I like you. You're fun. That was uh, uh, Amy is played in this one by Emma Jean Poots, which I thought was funny because she is like an actual actress like a British like actual actress and, hmm. and everything else and in this one she's you know like look at me rocking these lowrider jeans you know girl in my crop top 
So uh, Charlie actually goes to see Peter Vincent. Um, this is whenever we see Peter Vincent's show at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yes. Which is pretty cool. I would it was see interesting. It. There's like hissy vampire girls. There's uh, he tries to shoot a, a fire out of his hand at his girlfriend, but the squib like she keeps moving it. So she's like, <laughs> she's all sassy. Try to blow my tits off. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know why I made her Russian. She was. <laughs> she was not. She's not Russian. But I was like, <laughs> he, he tried to blow tits off. That is not good. Not for the communist government. So, so he talks to Peter. He convinces him to give him an interview, which is just basically going to be him asking questions about how do I kill a vampire. And that's literally what he does. Uh, Peter Vincent, for some reason, is drinking straight Midori, which I'm like, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And the uh, the girlfriend is like, I don't care what you do. I'm going to watch shows. So yeah, so he's he's a dick. He Peter, is, and Peter's he's a, a dick. douchebag. And, and everything's fake. So his piercings are fake. His hair is fake. He gets a rash from the leather pants that he wears. And like full on just going at it with the, like, like in front of somebody. I was like, like oh, scratching. Dude. It's so uncomfortable. Like it just looks like it's uncomfortable. And, and you know, in the middle of giving a, a uh, interview. interview, he doesn't just tell him, well, you stake it. Oh, no, actually he does. He does do the whole bit. Where he's, he's like, like fire, fire, da, da, da. Like, cut does, his head off. So that works? He's like, oh, it's not real. It's all fake. What the fuck's wrong with you? And that's when Charlie goes, uh, I've had to deal with a vampire, actually. His name is Jerry. He goes, the vampire's name is Jerry? He's like, yes, he's my neighbor, but here's here's these pictures that I took in his house. And he, like, shows him printouts. And he's like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my house. And so he does. So Charlie leaves. Yeah. He's all stressed about it. So he ends up, um, oh, gosh. This is when Charlie oh, gets home. Yeah, so Charlie gets home. His friends see him hanging up like garlic and yeah. stuff like that. His his not his real friends, like his douchebag like friends. friends. And they're like sitting out in their car watching him, which I'm like, yeah, they're smoking weed and watching him. Yeah, I'm like, this is what you do because apparently he doesn't live in the same neighborhood. Like, like I guess they all live in the same neighborhood, but like, Ed I mean, it's a small neighborhood. Well, so. That doesn't make sense to me because like they went out to Charlie's house to smoke weed. But he also was in the same area to punch up Evil Ed. But it's literally like a big circle, isn't it? So maybe they just got off their street and went to Charlie's. Weird. (laughs) Like, let me go over to Charlie's house and smoke weed. Knock, knock, knock. Who could that be? Oh, it can't be the cops. What do you want? Om nom 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 nom. Yeah. As as Jerry eats them. Jerry ripped them apart. Um, So Amy actually calls Charlie out because Amy gets there and she's like, dude, what the hell's going on? Like, you're acting really weird and it's freaking me out. You can't just stop talking to me. I am way hotter than you. Uh, You can't pull this bullshit. And he's like, look, there's the bad guy right next to us. We can't deal with that. And here comes Jerry. And he's like knocking on the thing. He's like, "Uh, I need to talk to you about your kid. Uh, I don't want to get the cops, the, the the authorities, the authorities involved. Uh, because, uh, it, it's like, he's, he's harassing me, he's harassing me and he broke into my house and her, he's, Charlie's looking at hereditary mom. He's like, tell him no, like, no, no, do not invite him in. Tell him no, don't, don't answer the door. And she goes, fine, go get the authorities. And she's like, go get the authorities. And that's when Colin fell. is like, like, all right, fuck you. Zero to f- no fucks given in like, like three seconds. Cause we see him walk over, pick up like a shovel, a shovel and like a like a lighter or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So he has he has a shovel and a lighter, and he walks to their backyard. He digs a giant ass hole. And as he's digging, he's like flicking out like 30, 40 ton. Like I mean, it was so funny to watch him like kicking like giant chunks of dirt out. 
like bare, like at the side like, of your head. Do you remember the rocks that they used to drop on a on the? Uh, oh my MXT? god. Well, what was no well that too but it's like the Nickelodeon show. Yes, yeah. Yeah, whenever they would drop the crag crag whatever. Agri-crag. Yes. yes. And they dropped the big rocks on people. That's what I imagine yeah. whenever he's it, it like, like chucking yeah. out. It was big, like, like it was like big chunks of like styrofoam obviously, but he's like <laughs> flicking that stuff all over the place cuz he's super strong. He walks out and he did it like right over where the gas main is. And everybody's watching he was like what is he doing now? And he picks up the gas line, yanks it super hard so much so that it pulls out of the wall. Yeah. And I was like, I don't is that how gas mains work? Maybe. Like, oh, That's how this one works. So he so he's he cuts a hole into it and then lights that some bitch on fire and it and goes whoosh and, and goes, swoop and then thunk. And there's Boom. a huge explosion. And so he's like, I can come in the house if there's no house left. Yeah. Ha ha, sucks to be you. And it's like, ah, I see how this is going. Uh, so uh, the mom and, and girlfriend and everybody get into the car. They drive out. Uh, they hit Charlie's bike. They hit Charlie's bike. Uh, Jerry grabs a hold of the bike like he's going to roll out, but he can't seem to get it. Because they, cause they the, damaged it. Yeah, because the, the front wheel is broken. So he throws it at them. Which was super balling. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit. Crashes through the back of the windshield. Uh, whack, the back windshield of the, the, uh, the, the car. Van, yeah. yeah. And uh, they have to, to the point where they have to kick it out as it's like coming at her. Uh, yeah, the, it's Amy, almost hitting Amy. Yeah. And so they're they're driving, they're driving. And then here comes Jerry chasing them in the truck. Is that him? And so he, he tries to smash them off the road and then he cuts around him. Pulls up in front of them and then cuts them off so that way they can't go anywhere. So Charlie's mom is like, what am I supposed to do? And he goes, ram him. And Jerry is, has gotten out of the truck and he's like staring at them. And then he, I guess, assumed that they were going to hit him because he starts punching through the uh, the bottom of the car. Yeah, he yeah. held onto the bottom of the car and they're like, do you see him? I don't see him anywhere. I don't see him. And then he punches through the car and then pushes the brake. And everyone's like, holy shit, that's a vampire hand. Oh my God. So, and that's when they get saved by the most unlikely of sources as Chris Sarandon rear-ends them. Yep. Smashes right into him hard. Full, I got, full, like, I, 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 I gonna, hope they were all buckled. You're going to think I'm crazy. The weirdest part about that, I got a vibe of, of Southbound. I don't know why. Because it was on a, an empty, low I guess that's road. what it was, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. A little bit of Southbound from that one. Uh, that's when Chris Randy gets out and he's just like, WTF, bro. And then... Uh, he's like, one of your taillights is out. You know, how is I supposed to see you? You're, you're in the road. And then here comes Jerry. And he, like, just straight up just picks up the, the van and, like, walks out from underneath it. And, and he's, his face is all, like sharky at this point like he's he's certainly turning you know toothy yeah so he eats chris sarandon and um ugly and so this is whenever charlie's like hey he has a crucifix he's like jerry you know you're not gonna you know you need to let us go or whatever let my mom go and he turns around and he goes hey (laughs) that's Uh, how he hey and then colin farrell grabs a hold of the cross which ignites on fire which I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, and he's about to choke the living fuck out of uh, Charlie. Charlie. But that's when the mom uh, shoves a... Because uh, she hears him. Because yeah. he, he's stupidly... You, ever been, you he's... ever been staked before in the heart? He, or you ever been staked before? I have. It hurts. Especially because they missed the heart. And he goes, which is right here. And he's like drawing it on Charlie's... 
Shout and of course his mom sees it, so his mom's like, "All right, cool." And let apparently me, she misses the damn heart too. Let me grab the Century Twenty One uh, thing that I had. Oh, and he gets it, and she stabs it through him, and they do this really amazing part with Jerry, like falling, flopping around like a broken toy, like an like, like a hurt animal. Yeah. he sounds like a hurt animal, and he's like he's like flopping around all over the place. Uh, the mom passes out, hurts her head, so they. Um, they pack her up into Chris Sarandon's car. And then drive that away, even though it's like scraping along the the, the friggin' road the entire way. Yeah. Take her to a hospital. Yeah. Uh, and that's when... Um, and Jerry fixes himself yeah. while they're driving away. That's when... Um, this is whenever uh, Vincent yeah. pops back up. So that's so, when David Tennant uh, looks at the paperwork. He opens up a safe, pulls it out, and he calls up... Uh, Charlie. Charlie and his all... Uh, I was like, I can help you. Come back soon. Or, like, uh, meet, meet at my place in, in an hour. So they do. And uh, Vincent actually tells Charlie that um, about this specific clan of vampire that Colin Farrell is a part of. Live in the dirt. Which they is, do this. They do that. Which is also the same um, vampire that killed his family. Same type of vampire, yeah. That killed Vincent Price's family. Uh, Peter Vincent's. Oh, yeah, that one. Completely different people. Sorry. Uh, interesting thing part of, uh, here is when uh, Charlie goes, uh, uh, like, they're talking, and, like, halfway through, he goes, like, Mr. Vincent, you've got a... Uh, a delivery. A, a delivery. And he's like, do you normally get deliveries this late? And he's like, ah, uh, yeah, all the time. Wait, no, never. And he's like, and he what goes, the hell? Oh, God, you just invited him in. And so here comes Ed. Yep. And, and Ed is full on vampire. And he's wearing the uh, the delivery, delivery uniform. uniform that we saw inside of the. Uh, it's so great. Yeah, Jerry's thing. Uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, we then have like a really little interesting part. There's uh, uh, Peter... Vincent. Vincent runs into his panic yeah, room. He runs into his panic room. Um, cuts off Ed's arm. Uh, that's when we yeah which yeah yeah the the pneumatic door cuts off Ed's arm so he's like oh so he's dick. he's fighting one handed yeah so he's going after uh, Charlie and he's flipping around and doing all this stuff so it's actually a, really kind of a cool fight uh, that's also when uh, Charlie breaks out a uh, a battle axe and chops it into uh, his neck uh, Colin Farrell shows up eats the security guard eats the security guard which was pretty funny because they we get to see it on like the camera and we get to see like all the blood going all over the place yeah and he goes but up, not but not colin farrell no <laughs> you don't see jerry because you know camera we uh we see uh colin farrell show up at the penthouse where peter vincent's still locked in the thing uh and he starts attacking amy amy shoots him with silver bullets he's like which, werewolves yeah Oh, this part was good. Yeah, though. that was pretty funny. So uh, Amy busts open a uh, goblet and she says vampires and splashes Jerry in the face with holy water, uh, which burns him up real good. Yeah, which stops him for quite a bit because he has to heal. Ed, uh, Ed is healing up, you know, putting his head back on. I guess the axe fell out. It's like, yeah, axe is bone. The bone oh, the is bone. hard. Yeah, yeah bone, hard bone, to break. Bone's a bitch or something um, like that. I was like, okay, that's an interesting. And then they fight for a little bit. Uh, and Ed's got him. He's gonna bite him. It was getting and, a little weird. And Amy maces him in the head. Yeah, with like a like a flail, smashes him real good. And then um, that's when Charlie kills him with the stake. The stake. Mm -hmm. And then uh, oh my gosh, but that part though, because he's like, it's okay, Charlie. And then okay. he dies. And he dies. And it was interesting to watch that part because uh, this was completely different from the Doris kill. There wasn't a, like a big bloody like mess that we saw previous to it. It was just the uh, the this smoke, the normal and like, like the ashiness. Ash. Yeah. yeah. Um, Colin Farrell starts attacking them really good. They 
get the fuck out of there. They go into a, a cooking area. They go out into it's a club. Nightclub, yeah. Um, this nightclub is totally different than the other nightclub, though. Yeah. Like, this one's, like, way less fun looking. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like the, the super desperate uh, fight club. Yeah. Uh, it's at this point that we um, have uh, Jerry shows up. He bites his his lips and he wraps he kisses uh amy which apparently causes a narcotic effect uh and then he eats he, he, he bites her he bites her uh and takes her away as charlie is led out charlie then for some reason is able to get back into the penthouse talk to peter vincent peter vincent is like oh uh I, i'm not gonna help you this is how my parents died yeah da, da, da. oh this this is stuff. sorry this is whenever he talks about his parents dying the yeah. other the other part he was just giving him the information about the vampires uh and then uh that's when when charlie's like i don't care i'm gonna go kill him oh he uh, gets a mistake that was blessed right. by a uh, saint michael saint michael and if you stab the vampire with it then it brings all their people back and i was like oh i was wondering how they're gonna do this um it's at this point that Charlie goes to a military supply store, grabs a whole bunch of stuff, like a, a surplus store, and uh, like he's like, I'm going to go kill a vampire. And the guy's like, okay. Sure you are. And I'm just like, <laughs> you obviously, like the writer has obviously never been in a military supply store because like the guy would have been like, you sure this is all you need, son? Like, I'm, I'm just saying, it, it, what kind of vampire are you trying to take down? <laughs> They're always prepared. I got me a south over there. Should be uh, blessed by uh, the last pope. Cut, cut the head right off man. <laughs> so Charlie goes to Jerry's house breaks open all the windows um, which I thought was also really good because he, he immediately starts doing that just immediately bashing in the freaking windows I was like nice yeah um, he, he, he finds Amy and then Amy falls into like a like trap a door. trap door yeah uh, Peter Vincent sneaks up behind Charlie for some god awful reason yep scares the shit out of him um, and then they they go to the basement or, or like they drop below the house it, yeah. it's not a basement it's actually like ground that's below the house so I, I don't know if it's a basement and then he's broken down further into it or what like it was so weird it is yeah because the weird. reason why was because he busted open the side walls because that's the type of vampire these are they they sleep in the, the dirt during the day so that's there's no coffin they just sleep in the earth um which explains why colin fair was always dirty yeah uh they sneak into a room they find um amy amy is wearing the dress from the girl from the first fright night uh and they're like having a moment that's when uh jerry like grabs a hold of david tennant throws david tennant into like the pit um, and traps Charlie and with traps Amy. traps Charlie with Amy. Uh, he, this is actually a fairly funny bit because uh, David, like David Tennant, is like sitting there and he's like wondering what he's gonna do. And uh, he tries to shoot at Jerry. And, and Colin Farrell like grabs a hold of a pebble and flicks David Tennant in the uh, the forehead. Oh, but you missed the best line though, because he goes, "You got your mother's eyes and your father's and aim. your father's aim." Yeah, that was right. And he flicks a, a pebble into. Uh, to uh, David Tennant's forehead. He's like, a pebble? That's it? And we watch as a drop of blood falls into the ground, which awakens all the other vampires, because there's a shit ton Which of is them. a lot, because Jerry's been hungry. Yeah, and uh, we've got uh, the... The uh, big face, or big teeth, yes. Amy. Uh, Amy does the full-on, uh, you know, Fright Night uh, one stuff. Where a like, little more realistic E. Not, <laughs> I mean, obviously you can tell that it was CGI, but yeah. it was still less... Puppet. Yes. Puppety yeah, than I'll the first one. Um, and it was an interesting sight because she's like, you're going to be my first and only, or like, you're going to, I'm going to be, be your first and only. First and only because uh, I'm going to eat you or something like that. 
Uh, he's able to finally get her off of him by stabbing her. By stabbing her with the uh, the like in the stomach though. Yeah, he 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 misses her heart on purpose. Yeah, and she actually makes a point of that. She goes, "You missed." And he's like, "I know," and then he shuts the door while she's like licking her own blood, and I'm like, "Eh." So this is actually whenever because Peter's been trying to fight off all these other vampires that and came after him and he lost like he's he's getting he's bit getting like om nom yeah um, so um which he was really kind of sad because he had a a steak chucker gun I mean it was like poking and it killed like two of the vampires and then it stopped working and then it I was broke like, ah, and he's like damn, damn eBay uh, and so uh, Charlie genius Charlie actually shoots a hole into the roof which, so that way yeah. sunlight comes in so it gets all the vampires off of Peter um. um and then he jumps in the sunlight, and they're, like, hanging out there. Uh, Peter starts to smoke, which sucks. He's like, yeah, you're turning. Uh, what are you going to do here, Charlie? You know, the sun's going to come down. Oh, there's a, there's a make-out session with Amy and Jerry. Yeah. And, and he's it, like, he, she makes me feel young again. And he's being a complete ass. Uh, and he does this whole bit where he's, like, they're making out, and then he, he cuts himself, and she starts licking the blood. And I was just like, good Lord. Um, and it's like, what are you going to do? da 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 And that's when... Uh, we Charlie Charlie's, himself on Charlie fire. starts putting the mask on, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, you got a light." Uh, as uh, Peter Vincent pulls out his lighter, he's like, "For are, real? Are, are you really gonna do what I are said? You serious?" He goes, "It was your plan." He goes, well, "Well, yeah, but I didn't think you were gonna do it." Yeah, and it was actually—it's a pretty badass thing. What happens is, is Charlie lights himself on fire, z- like uses a caliper and and like secure line. To secure himself to Jerry, to Jerry, and they're flopping all over the place to the point where that he breaks like Jerry's Jerry's tantrum that he's having, trying to get away from the fire, um, bl- like just kicks open the like, roof, the roof mm-hmm. or, or the the floor, like it, it the cracks first floor. it, like it cracks yeah. it in half, and starts shining lights all over the place, which starts burning up Jerry real good, uh, burning him up to the point where it's it's exposed his heart. Uh, Peter Vincent is able to chuck the uh, the blessed stake at Charlie, at Charlie, which allows Charlie to stake him, uh, and that's when uh, Jerry explodes. The uh, damned vampire darkness burns out of the rest of the people, so they're okay. Dave Franco is still alive, uh, which yay, I guess. Mm. Um, and everyone goes back to normal. Everyone's super happy. Huzzah! Uh, the mom gets out of the hospital just fine. Uh, Amy and and uh, Charlie are gonna do Charlie it. Charlie are gonna do it inside a, of Peter Van Vincent's house while Peter Vincent. <laughs> I called it a shagging cave. Yeah, uh, that's when Peter Vincent walks in and is like, "I'm I, I'm sorry, I'm looking at everything." Uh, he's getting his phone out for some reason. He's like, he, "I forgot my phone here. Sorry, just ignore he, me. He Everything's swaggers fine. out. Uh, very much the swagger that he had. If you've seen Good Omens, it's very much that same swagger. He's like, "Don't do anything I wouldn't do." Well, that just—that's pretty much just mini golf and sushi. So yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." Did yeah, you think <laughs> one of the things that you love to do? I love to. I, I guess I play mini golf too. I right? love I mini know. golf. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And then it freezes on them about to bang. So yeah, that was that was Fright Night 2011. All right. So what are you gonna rate this one? Uh, this one, I, I would actually rate it below. What? Uh, yes. I, I do like this movie. Uh, I think that uh, it's a very solid movie. I just, the, some of the CGI stuff was a little weird. Um, some of the other bits, I'm going to go ahead and give it uh, a seven, uh, probably a six. Uh, yeah, yeah, six. I'm going to give it a six dead Chris Sarandons out of ten. I like it a lot, don't get me wrong. There's just some Chris bits. Chris Sarandon? Yeah. 
Chris Rana gets Oh, eight. that's yeah. right. I forgot. Chris Rana was in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. num num. I'm so excited about it. Another dead. Uh, I, you know, I, I already killed. We killed off the other guy, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, there are parts of this movie that I love uh, a lot, but there's just a lot of it that's like, eh, and a lot of the characters were just like weird. Uh, but uh, what about you? What did you give it? Um, I'm actually gonna give it a nine out of ten. Uh, so you like it better? I I do like it better just because I like Ed better. Okay. Like I I well, I, I feel like I'm closer to the characters because we got to watch Charlie grow. Well, see, as a person, I still didn't like Anton Yelchin's uh, character because I didn't like him even up until till like the very end when he sets himself on fire to do stuff. But uh, you know that's kind of what I was trying to get at. I love the Ed in this one. I do not like David Tennant's uh, guy in this one compared to Roddy McDowell. Well, I yeah. think Roddy McDowell was freaking amazing. Colin Farrell is a little bit. I can see him being a better vampire than Chris Sarandon. Uh, so he's not a better vampire. He's a better this type of vampire. It, the The interesting thing to see in this one was this was right around the time that... 30 Days of Night. 30 ni Days of Night came out. Mm -hmm. And that came out either, I think it was like 2009, 2007, something like that. And that's why we got the shark vampires on this one. The the very much the shark one. Now, what he did was amazing to me like i think he did a he he did a very good uh you can see a little hints of the daredevil uh you know like sniffing people and looking at them all weird like when he does that to the, the little old lady that he shoves the uh the peanut in uh to the, her throat and he like stares at her as she dies on the plane um chris you know Co colin farrell does a good job on this mm -hmm. uh, i think chris sarandon does a better traditional vampire uh, and I like the traditional vampires a little bit more, but I can see that this was kind of a response to the whole twilighting. Twilight yeah. yeah, we wanted to move away from the the blade style vampires, where you have them being the the uh, basically Ventru from Vampire the Masquerade, where they're they control everything and they're they're very much the the power brokers, and that's how they you know have continued on. We're also moving away from the the gentlemanly vampire of say Bram Stoker and all that other kind of stuff, but. It's such a, a you know, it's such a, a, a correction to get away from the, the twilightiness of it all. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a it's an interesting concept, I, and I, I liked this version of it. There's a lot of weird bits. I didn't I didn't like Colin Farrell uh, that much as a Jerry. Uh, I did like the stuff that he was doing in it though. There were like bits and pieces, but overall, Chris Sarandon to me felt better as a vampire than than uh, than Jerry. Uh, what about you? Like, is there there? I I liked uh, I liked Amy in the first movie better. I liked Amy in this one better. Oh, see, I liked Amy because she she felt more genuine to me. Like I, you know, the thing is, is that Anton Yelchin, pretty as he may be, if he was still doing all the weird stuff that he was with Ed, and I'm like, and that was one of the things that I really hated. Well, he was but like, she knew that he was a dweeb, yeah, though. But he was being a douchebag about it too. I didn't like. Anton Yelchin being such a dick to Ed. I didn't like that either. No. But but like I said, I think that's what I liked about it is the fact that we watched him grow as a person throughout the movie. So he went Did from he being though? a dickhead. He's still to kind being... of a dickhead. Uh, yeah. He's you know I mean he it's not like he's just like he didn't even say I'm sorry I murdered my friend. Yeah. You know uh, he didn't even say that while he was murdering the friend. You know nothing nothing really changed. He does all this stuff because he's he's you know we have absolutely no growth as far as we're concerned. Um, you know, knowing that, that what he's gone through, uh, and I I hate David Tennant as as the uh, the Peter Vincent. I hate the Peter Vincent character in this one completely because it's a f 
friggin' Vegas show? I love I love the backdrop of Vegas. The mom is fucking amazing. Uh, I like certain parts with the the Amy character, but there's no real like just I I don't feel the chemistry there uh, for her and Anton Yelchin. I don't know why. Um, I just I don't know. I feel I feel like the other one had that uh, in it. Now it didn't have fucking Evil Ed, uh, which McLovin is was a great Ed mm-hmm. was. Uh, an amazing ed and i don't know why they keep calling him evil there really should be a play up a little bit more of that with like uh you're they you're, did call him evil once yeah but you're movie, you're but... too much into the spooky shit you know like thing would have been been great but neither of them do that which i don't get like you can't call a character evil ed and not have him be like you know wearing like a spooky shit t-shirt or something like that mm-hmm. you know have him have him like you know, oh, he's he's like the vampire in this movie or the vampire in that movie, you know, or something like that. But we don't get that. We don't get movie references. We don't get horror comic things. We just get him like, he's a vampire. Yeah. Which, you know, if he'd shown Charlie the, no, look at this. Let me show you the video. You know, it would have been like five seconds and like, what did you do? Photoshop that? And be like, no, I didn't. Try to do it at home. And he goes outside with Colin Farrell. He's like, hey, we'll take a picture. Click. How come you don't have a reflection there? And uh, then he buddy. dies. Yeah. Yeah. That's, was, why, uh, that's why they didn't do it that way. No. But, but what about you? What do you think? Did you like this movie? Do you think that the vampires... Do you, what, what kind of vampire do you like? Do you like the, uh, the, the, the shark vampires? Do you like the Twilight vampires? What's wrong with you with that one? Seriously. Twilight vampires? Come on, man. But uh, <laughs> reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, the website is going to be esat3am.com. Email is esat3am at gmail.com Twitter and Facebook at ESAT3AM uh, and leave us a voicemail at uh, anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3AM uh, just type in the search bar find us on there leave us your voicemail let us know how you feeling happy Halloween happy Halloween I hope you guys are out there enjoying yourselves watching some horror movies be safe uh, you know taking the kids out trick or treating you know check the candy take a tithe you know from that that's what my parents always did <laughs> hey, I never got a butterfinger that it like it's oh, like, oh look at these even, these are bad. I didn't, the even buy any, I didn't even buy any butterfingers this year. I'm sorry. No no no. It's like my dad. We just like, oh, oh butterfingers. If there were almond joys in that, like which was thank God. I never, oh that's my, I, that's I my hated, mom's favorite. I hated almond joys, but my that was like boop, those are gone. I was like oh no not the almond joys. <laughs> no. You want some mounds? Those are <laughs> coconut. That's without the almond. But uh. <laughs> Go go out, have a good time, and we'll see y'all later. Yep, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Spooky, scary skeletons. Send shivers down your spine. Doom, doom, doom.